Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Unscripted. As always, we hope you enjoy this one, and we will catch you in the episode. So now the whole gang is back together, all four of us. Um, we got Sydney, Caitlin, Jeremy, me. A rare, rare occasion. Uh, what's new in your life, Jeremy? Last week we kind of caught up with Sydney and Caitlin and me, but what's going on for you? It's only been a week since you've been in the podcast, but yeah, but it's I've been like busy as all cheese, bro. Like for like a month and a half. Yes, yeah. I've had kids camp. I've had. You name it, VBS. You name VBS it. got like post, not postponed, but it got moved back. So like completely, bro. I've been, my mind is everywhere. And then I got back to school splash coming up, yeah. which will be fire, like absolute fire. What is that? Back to school splash. Yeah, it's like think of it as families that don't have the funds to buy a book bag or like supplies for their kids. We supply all that book bags. We give every single kid that comes a book bag for this upcoming school year but we make it fun we don't want them to just come in grab a book bag and sayonara no we make it fun so we have like a service we got um mascots we'll have... i know a guy i can dress up <laughs> maybe <laughs> now but it's there's just a little service like kind of how like we do at chapels but just a little bit longer um some fun with a little special surprise that i won't spoil and then jeremy's rapping oh yeah i'm definitely dropping bars <laughs> I've got at least like eight. You want to hear eight one? Eight bars. You want to hear one? Check this out, right? Yes. <clears throat> drop, drop me a beat, Keegan. Drop me a beat. I don't know. This is getting kind of cringy. Yeah, <laughs> sir. Drop, drop me a beat, baby. What the what heck is, is that? that? No. 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 Nah, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> now, nah, but back to <laughs> Keegan. Bro, you're good, bro. I'm in the beat right now. Hey, yo. So. Okay, he's lost it three times. Yeah. Though. Okay, sorry, I had to <laughs> not my Duffy, but <laughs> but back to school splash is just like just fun for the kids. It's like the last I think the last three days, <laughs> the last three days until they go back to school. So we just give them an opportunity to get some free book bags because they'd be expensive. Yeah, you feel me? Jansport be rocking up some money. Yeah. Boy. Jansport, <laughs> Walmart, <laughs> no, just Walmart. Jansport be hitting that 60 bones for a backpack. Walmart's even expensive. I'm when saying. I bought mine, it was like 25, 30 bucks. And I was like, <clears throat> yo, let me tell Honey, you that's so. a full tank of gas. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's the full tank of gas, gas I can't afford to get my kid to school on time. <laughs> one of, one of, one of uh, the TC students here, his name is Jeremiah. He just showed me a picture yesterday. Or obviously it'd be like, weeks before anyone hears this but he sent me a picture of a book bag that he got and it's literally door the Explorer. oh he said that yeah he said he was gonna get a door one the purple book bag mm-hmm. that's what he bought for his does this it have upcoming the map in it i was gonna ask does it have the map in it because i was like bro that's pretty cool it's fire but that's i was like awesome. for school though right and he's a boy and it's like Wasn't th- Dora it's like a girl thing maybe hey, you don't know that Dora's a girl. You I don't mean. know if he's a boy, okay? <laughs> yeah, let's not even get into that. But that book bag's like four inches long and like four inches tall. Yeah. So it's like, bro, what are you going to put in there? Your pencils yeah. and that's it? Right. No <laughs> books. None. Bro, it was, it's that's a fire fantastic. book bag. It's fire. But I just don't find it. Not the beat again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not the that's beat That's so strange. Again. I mean, fire, no, yeah. I think it's cool, but it's not going to help him at all I, when it comes to school. I mean, I had some basic behind book bags when I grew up. Just a black backpack. Dude, I had the same day. book bag all of high school. I bought like a Nike Elite backpack, like the basketball ones, and I kept it from, I think, like eighth grade all the way to senior year. Yes. You know what's fire? Here's a quick story, right? So in middle school, you know how they had like those clear book bags? 
Oh, like yeah. a see-through, bro. I thought those were the cleanest things, bro. <laughs> I came up with the clear Jimmy book bag. Jimmy had a new one every week. <laughs> bro, that clear book bag, bro. I, w- I was top dog in school, Sheesh. no cap. Because when you see me roll up and you can see all my, my notes, my, <laughs> my pen, my paper. <laughs> see my gum in the pocket? Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> you know I'm rocking that clear book bag. <laughs> bro, I used to rock that thing everywhere I go. <clears throat> Fire behind book bag. You know what book bags made me mad? Like furious? Was the 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 uh like the fishnet book bags? Ugh. Oh yeah, dude, they made me so mad. I don't know what it was about them, but <laughs> I just I just furious. This fishnet is off topic, but I don't know if y'all had the same thing in high school. But okay, there's like these different types of people, right? So you got like the cool kids, so to speak, and that sounds so like cringy. You have the cool kids, you got the people who are like punk rock type of thing, hair dyed and all this other stuff. But then you got this one kid. And this one kid's got a mad stereo in his book bag. Oh, around. dude. Saggy <laughs> pants. He's got that music blast, and it's probably like NBA Youngboy, like Kodak or something. Oh, I had that kid, and that's all he played was <laughs> NBA and Kodak. Bro, he walk around like he owned the school. But then his hair is like a, a bull haircut. You got one? I had that. Ooh. It was bad. A bull haircut? Oh, yeah. No, my, uh, not me, had a but mohawk. first that guy. Mohawk. Yeah. He had a mohawk with curly hair, and it was bl- dyed Wow. Dyed blonde. Ooh, My English oof. hasn't been good lately. And then <laughs> just, just talking Spanish. That's not good either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll speak in tongues. <laughs> there you go. But, bro, I used to, I couldn't stand those people, bro. Well, not stand them, but just, I didn't want to hear a song at like eight in the morning. You know that TikTok sound that people be, it's seven in the morning. Yeah. Bro, that's how I felt every day. For me, every it was day. like, I would always walk from parent pickup to the cafeteria because that's where we went in the morning. And there would always be like a group that was just way too alive, like way too. And I mean, hey, that's cool. Like if you're energetic, like looking back, I was like, who cares? Like looking back, I'm like, who cares? But they're having a good time. But for me, I am not a morning person. Yeah, me neither. Like I I like to wake up in the morning. Like I like to be up early. But I'm not a morning person. Is this making sense? I don't want you to talk to me. Yeah, exactly. I don't. you literally meant that. I was like, dang. No. (laughs) Anybody that knows me, like, when I wake up, I am grouchy for, like, 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Until I have coffee. Yeah. And, I mean, that's very, you know, stupid because everybody says that. But truly, I'm that way. There was somebody that was close to me. And we would be in the car, like, if it was early morning. And I wouldn't talk for, like. And there was times where, like, they'd have to be like, hey, um. It's been an hour and you're still grouchy. And I'd be like, sorry, let me snap out of it. I just like, I don't talk. Even when I pray in the morning, I don't oh, pray out loud. I agree I, with yeah. that. I don't talk. It's all in my head. Mm-hmm. All in my head. It's all in my head. <laughs> it's like I'm a little crazy. I don't ever pray out loud. It's always in you my head. You know what somebody asked me? This is so kind of next topic, I guess. But somebody asked me, they said, how do you know it's God, the voice of God? Because I was talking to them. They're not a believer. And I was talking to them about how I hear God audibly. Like as a voice in my head, he was like, well, how do you know? Like, it's the voice of God and you're not just really like psychotic. Like mm-hmm. you're not just hearing voices, right? Um, which is a valid question because um, we were talking about some other stuff and he asked me that. And I said, if your mom calls me on the phone and I pick up the phone, I'm not going to know it's your mom. But if my mom calls me from a different m- number, I'm going to know it's my mom just by her voice. And I was like, I know it's not my voice because I know what his voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that makes sense. And I was like, I, I said, for me, it's it, it's always a voice, not behind my thoughts, but like 
it's not i can tell it's not my thoughts like it's deep way in the back Mm -hmm. if there's like a bunch of thoughts going on it's always real subtle and it usually comes there's usually like a feeling that comes with it on my body like a sensation that comes to my body i guess you could say or to my spirit or whatever um but yeah anyways i just thought it was interesting that some people hear god audibly but to non-believers it's like who's well, talking to yeah me? how do you how do you know that you're not who, psychotic <laughs> so i guess my question to y'all is how do you know that it's the voice of god and you're not just hearing things if i would say i mean i think it's very it's obviously different for a lot of people but if i were to say for myself personally it's something that he constantly stresses like maybe a word or a sentence interesting that is like why why does this keep coming up why does this yeah. keep coming up then i after like the first or second time because the first i'm gonna be honest the first time i'm like okay maybe that was just me yeah i'm human i'm not gonna but when it's like the third or the second or the third it's like okay no this is god he's actually trying to tell me something right now it's not me just trying to think of it and constantly in my own head thinking i'm coming up with the idea or that that sentence Mm -hmm. or word but that's actually him Mm -hmm. think of it like you know how when you're when you your mom calls you and after the third time then you respond Mm -hmm. that's how it's that's how it is that makes sense what about y'all um i think for me it's kind of like what he said like it's like a word or like a phrase or something like that but normally i feel like god speaks to me mostly i mean through prayer but i feel like through other people's circumstances that end up relating to me you know like sid will tell me about something and i'll hang up the phone and i'll sit there for a second and i'm like oh like god will speak something into me just from her talking about what happened to her that day. And it's not something that I'm unfamiliar with. It's something that he has, like Jeremy was saying, like impressed on me a couple times. And not that like I wasn't listening, but sometimes, you know, God will bring something to you, like to your mind um, that you're kind of like, you know, that's strange. Or I don't feel like I'm walking through that or I'm just not sure. But then a situation will happen and you're like, okay, now I see what you're saying. And it's usually in the manner of like something that you would never have thought of. Yes. So, like, <clears throat> if I were to give an example, say, like, oh, that's going to be weird. I like gummy bears, but out of randomly, it's like, no, you like gummy snakes. It's like something that's not. Snakes? <laughs> You've never Let's heard- pray for him, guys. No. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but it's like something that you wouldn't have thought of yourself, that you personally know of yourself. Right. It's something that only someone else would yeah. know. So, it's like. Yeah. I find that. I find that. What am I? What do I find? I find this <laughs> if I don't know, like, let's say the other night I was in my car and I was like, kind of just went and parked somewhere for like two hours just to like get some alone time with God. And there was, I was asking him something and I said, well, why? I said, uh, I think I asked him, why aren't you saying anything? Um, and his answer was, cause I want to hear you. And I was like, at first I was like, well, I, I just kept asking because I was like, no, no, no. But it's always like repetitive, like Jeremy was saying, like it's always, if, I, if I'm hearing the same thing, even if I'm not sure if it's my mind or him, if my mind is thinking four different things, but there's a voice in my head saying the same thing yeah. that aligns with scripture, obviously, then I know it's God. Yeah. And it, <clears throat> I think one thing to really understand is like the human mind is so complex that it's constantly thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, is that when you are in like a sort of in a state where you're praying and you're trying to ask for something that you've been looking for and you focus on that one thing, I think of it as like a layer of cake is like you got the icing 
you got the the cake itself whatever that may be called mm -hmm. and then another layer of icing and another layer of cake right right and it's like you're the icing actually the cake and the top layer and the middle layer are what you're thinking of but in that middle layer is this thin line where something pops out and god's trying to tell you but you're so overwhelmed by the other stuff that's bigger than it right in reality that little thin layer is what god is trying to use and or try to tell you but we try to overwhelm ourselves with the things that we want before mm -hmm. what he tries to tell us right it's getting caught in the mix of everything mm -hmm. yeah i feel like uh people forget that uh god is like peaceful and he is really like um like like i always bring up this verse him saying like my yoke is easy and my burden's light like that literally applies to everything, even your thoughts so like some like most of the time like er, like everybody was saying is like basically like god is always going to be like for the most part for me like he literally is always like a really tiny whisper that i question like it's always like if i'm questioning and i have to change something about my mindset and it's like really like small nine times out of ten it's god like because he's he's just very he's like gentleman like he's very like hey let's try this hey mm -hmm. like he's really gentle he's not like ah like you know like <laughs> ah. so <laughs> yeah so that was like the chance rapper like ah <laughs> yeah that's true he's not aggressive he's always intentional when he speaks and i think you're right in saying that he's almost like a whisper at times it's like when you're sitting at home and you know you feel like oh i should pray for this person and it's like why would you think about that you haven't th yeah. thought about that person in three months or you don't even know the person or yeah or you don't even know a person like i've had people um that i haven't spoken to in years I remember one time I got like a word. I had a dream and it, these two, this, well, I only knew one person and then he got married and his, him and his wife were in my dream and I had this dream and I woke up and I was like, that's weird, you know? And then I just really didn't think anything of it. And two weeks or a month later, I had the exact same dream again and I got this specific theme that I won't share cause it's not my business, but, um, I ended up contacting them and like letting them know, Hey, I've had, a, I've had two dreams about you guys. I know we haven't talked in years, but this is a dream I've had about you guys. And I don't really know what it means. I don't know if it speaks to you at all, but this is just something that I feel like you need to know mm. and come to find out they knew really exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. And I was like, geez, cause I was confused, even though the Lord gave me the word, mm -hmm. it wasn't for me. It was just to give to someone. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't talked to these people in years. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that makes total sense. Cause like that was how it was at kids camp. I don't know any of these kids. I know my 12 that we had, but it's like my focus when I was going into the kids camp was I want my kids to be interceded. Mm -hmm. I yeah. want the, the Holy spirit to intercede. I want them to be baptized. Cause that week we were talking about the baptism of the Holy spirit. But the thing was, is that when it came to it, I only prayed for like two of my kids and yeah. I prayed for more other kids rather than my own kids. And I was like, when I looked at that, I'm like, but that's not what I prayed about. And it's not like I was mad or in disbelief, but I didn't know these kids. And God was like, Hey, I need you to pray for this boy. Hey, yeah. I need you to pray for this girl over here. Hey, I need mm -hmm. you to pray for this boy. And it was like, it was amazing to think that I don't know any of them. And I'm, I'm going to be honest in those times of prayer, God never said their situation. Right. Which is okay. Mm -hmm. um, but we were just praying over the baptism of the Holy Spirit and just uh, freedom itself. Yeah. 
And so I good. just remember just three kids, just one was sitting on uh, one of the amps, like in the front of the stage. And there's like multiple amps that they were just sitting on. Kid was just sitting there with his hand on his, his chin and just relaxing. And I just remember him just breaking out crying because it was just like, he's like, I'm going through so much. Because that week he was the trouble kid. He was the one that he got in a fight the first day. Mm. He had uh, talked to Pastor Will because at the time Pastor Will was the dean for that week. So he would he- deal with like behavior issues. Bro, I'm going to be honest, that, that dude, that little kid had mm-hmm. mad issues. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, he's like, I've just been so mad and angry. He's like, I just, I felt like, I re- I feel relaxed. Yeah. And wow. that kid, I was like, I didn't even know him. I had him in my room, in my mm-hmm. dorm, but we never talked because mm-hmm. he got moved out the, the first day to another dorm. Wow. But it was just like, God, God will use you in, for anybody you know, even if you don't know the person or the situation, he's yeah. going to use you. And yeah. it's like, even it applies for these kids because these mm-hmm. kids, if you think these kids are church kids then you're surely wrong. Right. Cause some of them aren't, we invited some that weren't even gone to church once mm-hmm. and we had that, they had the opportunity to come in and just receive the Holy spirit as well as I'm promise you it was obviously when it comes to the baptism of the Holy spirit and we can't understand what they're saying. It's, it's like a, you ever, like the movie, who's that one princess that sings and the birds come all to her? Oh, Snow, Snow White. White. And it's there in like, in, in uh, not enchanted, but like. Enticed. Enticed, right? Mm-hmm. Hearing that, that, just them, the kids themselves speaking right. in tongues, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. It's like a song. Like, it's oh, the yeah. best song that you've ever heard, bro. Yeah. You and know what's funny fire. about the Holy Spirit is people will say that. Anytime there's ever been revival, they say it's like a song. It's like a hum across the room that it starts in one corner and it flows into the next and it just flows back and forth. You know, when it's really quiet, there's no music and you just hear tongues or you just hear the wailing or the crying or whatever it is. And it's always like a hum. There's always a, a rhythm to it, so to the speak. The Bible is like very, there's something about a song in the Bible that is just like, a lot of things are prominent in the, in the relationship between God and man. But something that is like, prominent super prominent i would say like one of the top things that god uh what's the word like stresses to us is a song yeah. and i i always wondered why well I, I have like ideas of why but you know he says like sing a new song to god like sing a new song to me or i'm singing a song over you or sing a song of this and i know like culturally at the time songs were used to to kind of like at a feast you would sing songs at a at a sad place you would sing songs at a it was kind of used to express like what was going on which is how songs have always been used but i wonder what like deeper deeper than our emotion like what is it about a song i don't know but did you know that even jews when they pray that when they're speaking hebrew that it's not even like they're speaking as we do they sing they truly they when they're speaking Hebrew and they're reading from the Torah, they're reading their their um, prayer books in the morning or before meals or whatever it is. They sing. They don't actually just speak. It's a song. Word. So what that comes from, I have no idea. But even in, in the Jewish culture to this day, they sing to this day to this day. I think I think when it comes to like music and just songs in general, I feel like there's a sense of. And I know this is going to sound interesting, but just a sense of freedom. Like it just sense of relaxation. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's just like you giving everything you have and you're just voicing yourself out. Yeah. I don't think it's like you're worrying about anything else. Your f- soul focus is whatever the song is about or whatever you're singing. That's yeah. what it's for. For me, a lot of times in prayer and worship, like if I, 
if I can't say like if I find myself forcing myself to say certain things or not not forcing but if I just find myself not being authentic I'll just like shut up and then just sing and like and I don't sing but I'll sing and like the first thing that comes out is usually what is in me that like needs to come out Mm -hmm. and I don't know maybe it's a I guess it's a form of release Mm -hmm. but it, it it just varies for example like at the end of City Reach it's kind of almost like traditional to do a praise at the end of City Reach. Oh, yeah. But this year, I feel like it wasn't like we didn't praise because we were like, oh, it's a tradition. Like kind of felt like towards the end that everything that happened in the week needed to be sealed in praise. Mm. Because once once we praise God for it, we we acknowledge that it happened, that it, it actually happened. And we acknowledged who made it happen. So our praise kind of sealed everybody in the week of all the restoration, like all of the freedom, all of the healing, all of the uh, release, all of the conviction, everything. It just sealed it all into into like reality of, oh, this actually happened and this actually changed in my life. So I guess for praise, it, it it's a, a song as a form of sealing things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it's it's contextual. I guess the word is, mm-hmm. and based on what's going on, a song could be freedom. A song hope, could be yeah. hope. See, that's why it just clicked because. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say what we've always called it is like your heart song. No, but your heart changes from, you know, always. We're always changing, yeah. right? So as time changes and as your walk with the Lord progresses and things in life just move and renew and release and restore all those things those are the words that come to your heart. So yeah. I remember as a little girl, I would like be in praise and worship and I would see my dad on stage playing um, percussion and I could hear him singing over the singers because my dad was so loud and oh, I could just well. see him just praising the Lord from his heart. He wouldn't even sing the words to the song, but that dude was belting his heart to the Lord. So it's like, I watched as a little kid watching my dad worship mm-hmm. and that was something that I was like, dude, that's cool. You know, like that is really, really cool. So that's what I've always, um, thought about like singing to the Lord. Cause sometimes in prayer, like you're saying, you, you don't really know what to say or you feel like you're rambling. You're saying the same thing over and over, but then you give yourself time to just be still. A Salah moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah, You just have that moment of allowing your heart to speak to the Lord. And I hate rambling in prayer because, oh, hate's a strong word. I dislike when I ramble in prayer because I always get, I guess you could say, convicted of that verse where it's like, don't don't pray like a Gentile, but pray like a Jew. Um, basically saying, you know, because it says Gentiles ramble on, I think, something like that. Saying how Gentiles, when they pray, they just ramble. Um, but pray like a Jew. When you pray, you're praying intentionally. Like, you're praying, you're being authentic. You're being real. You're actually saying something. You're not just rambling on about the same thing. Or like, Jesus, we love you. But then service ends and you don't look like you love Jesus, yeah. you know? Um, so be real, like, and I, that's why I hate rambling in my prayer. I, I don't like to sit there and like repeat the same thing. I mean, sometimes it's necessary when it, but that's different. I'm not rambling. I'm singing something or I'm like declaring something. Breaking a stronghold. Yeah. 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 Breaking a stronghold. (laughs) Defeating demons. Mm. (laughs) Dry bones. (laughs) Hear the word of the Lord. Hey. I love that. We actually went to dinner um, Monday night after that sermon. Or after, it wasn't even a sermon. It was just a word, right, that she had, Pastor Michelle. And 
she said dry bones hear the word of the mm. lord and she was talking right and so tyler's brother goes to elevation he helped start elevation orlando mm. and they were talking about how you know they love elevation right but they sang that song rattle way too much mm. so we got to dinner Isn't and we were elevation like, in orlando yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were talking about how they just can't stand the song "Rattle." They're just overhearing it. Oh my gosh! Like so we went. Echo. Oh, oh, so many songs. I made that. I made the dance moves mm-hmm. with a couple of friends. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there are certain songs I can listen to over and over and over and never get sick of them. And then there are other songs I'm like, oh god, never. Jesus, we love you. I can oh my god, yes. Oh my god. All day long. What were you or give me Jesus. What was I saying? Yeah, we um, something with your brother going to elevation. Oh, yeah. So we brought that up and they were like, oh my God, please don't, please don't. And we were like, no. The only thing is, with Tyler and I literally looked at each other and started singing the song as soon as she was like, dry bones. <laughs> dry bones. <laughs> <Rattle. laughs> oh my gosh, I thought it was funny. Um, but to, to go to something interesting that I want to talk about. So I'm going to obviously keep this a little bit. Uh, secret not give any information of who whom it was that posted something that i saw on instagram but i was informed by someone about a post saying that god gave us covid intentionally for people who are unbelievers because he's he i want i don't want to say hate but he is so to speak like disappointed yeah punishing or very disappointed in his people what is your take on that Wait, so you're saying that the post said you're you're saying that the post said that God gave us COVID to punish the unbeliever or the church because of everyone. Oh, to punish the world. Mm-hmm. Um, no, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's my point of view. I mean, even if you want to draw up some biblical analysis on it, I guess mm-hmm. you could say like there there is no prophecy that lines up with covid yeah like there's no that i'm aware of Mm -hmm. there's no prophecy that says that god is going to plague the world yeah with covid you know god there is going to be a time where there are you know there's famine and all that stuff but we're not nowhere near that bro like if if we think that covid was something that that is described in revelations as end time sickness and plague oh wow we are sheltered like (laughs) we are so sheltered in america to think and this uh, uh, let me refine my comments (laughs) in america we think that every time something bad happens in our nation revelation is happening yeah because we are so sheltered but if you look to the continent of africa Dude, famine is like popular there Mm -hmm. if you look if you look to india or if you look to even in our own, like in our own country, poverty, you know, so it's like just because something's happening around you doesn't mean it's affecting the entire world mm-hmm. because we often forget that revelation is not a, a United nation- States. Yeah, it's thing. not like a, a nationalist book. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. The entire world will mm-hmm. be experiencing yeah. experiencing famine. So my thought on that is no. And to say that covid is a punishment from the lord would be to be unbiblical and i think maybe pretentious is the word uh like Mm. sheltered i think it'd be sheltered Mm -hmm. um i could see why somebody would say that Mm -hmm. 
and I'm, I don't have any anger towards the person that would say that. I would just encourage the person to really draw back and like read and and take a moment to be like, okay, I, I may be wrong yeah. because if anything, COVID captured the the audience of the world. Mm-hmm. If anything, COVID was like, oh, junk, and the COVID was literally created by man. It was literally created. It's a sickness that was created. Let's. I mean, let's not. Let's. It's not controversial. It was made, whether it was intentional or not, and COVID-19, how it got out. Like yes. SARS, COVID nineteen. Yes. Yes. That came from an animal. Yes, that was created in a lab. Whether we want to say it happened on purpose and people did it on purpose is one thing, but it's literally something that genetically is proven that it was created. I haven't done enough research on okay. that. On well, let that me just theory. say this. I don't, not really regarding to COVID, but I think that what happens in the end times, which we believe we're getting closer to, right? Yeah. Is what has to happen are so many things. Like, I feel like COVID has helped the um the mindset of one world government which we know will happen one world currency which we know will happen that's all biblical that's all end times i think it's another stepping stone for the antichrist for the end times because once you get people on board with everything's the same everyone has the same things that's where the antichrist can come in and say i'm going to fix world hunger i'm going to fix uh healthcare, all those things. Cause that's exactly what's going to happen. I think, I think people forget that, that we just live in a world, a fallen world and sickness happens. Like, you know, definitely. Yeah. Polio, Spanish sickness flu just happens. Scarlet fever. Do I think that COVID played a role in spiritual things as far as like, as far as affecting the church on earth and all that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously every, every major catastrophic catastrophic event affects the church just because we're humans and we live on earth but Mm -hmm. do i do i think that covid was a heaven-sent plague no (laughs) no No. (laughs) i think it was just the fact that we live in a fallen world and we have plagues all throughout history yeah yeah tyler and i talked about that we're like sickness in general came from sin in the beginning of time i asked i asked him i said do you think that there were venomous snakes do you think that spiders were poisonous do you think that like those things existed before the time of adam and eve in the fall of man do you think that existed and i said i don't think it does i'm like i don't really know that that's biblical but it's not that god created it it's that god had to allow it to happen because of the fall of man in the first place yeah like the I would I wouldn't say I have definitive biblical evidence to say that there was no poisonous animals, but I guess I would side more towards no, just right. because like the Bible says like the the thorn or the rose grew thorns, right? Like the things that were beautiful and whatnot, they grew right d- protective, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, because <laughs> you have to think, man can't have dominion over a lion, they just can't. Even if they're in you know shelters now or they are in zoos whatever it is it's like that's still a wild animal and at any point if it wanted to go rogue it could yeah so we're fools to think that oh they're trained right but before then they lived in harmony so did it change did something change when sin happened go ahead sydney (laughs) go ahead sydney i mean i really don't have the answer i'm just saying the fall of man things change like you're saying the the roses grew thorns. What? Go ahead, Sydney. I think she's looking. No, I up. just. Oh. No, I. And I just kind of 
was, I think, well, we do have dominion over animals because it says it in the Bible. Like it literally says that man is uncharted, like God put man in charge over animals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I just kind of, I was just going to tie it back to like the original thing because like I just kind of felt like, um, like originally what like Jeremy was talking about with the whole COVID purpose behind it, all that kind of stuff um, to like bring it back a little bit. Uh, I, I feel like for the whole COVID thing, uh, just that, um, I feel like, like we were talking about, like God allows things to happen for a reason. I can only speak for the United States because I live in the United States. I don't live anywhere else. I've never lived anywhere else other than the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like the United States, like we were talking about, is very like, we're privileged, very privileged. We get away with a lot of things. We're like a spoiled rich kid. That's basically what the United States is. And I feel like um, God allowed like that to happen because I feel like a lot of people like really like realize the importance of things and like really realize like revealed a lot of the intentions of the heart of people like it really like showed because i know just in my life there's a lot of people that like showed who they were like after a covid thing happened and we were in like quarantine and then events afterwards leading up to that like it was like covid and then we started having like riots and stuff like that happening Mm -hmm. and like racist things happening and like all this kind of stuff and like it just kind of like showed like what was in the hearts of people, what was being like built up inside. And it was just kind of like released. And then now like there are some things that like, you know, churches that have been closed down, like there are churches that have revealed what they're like gone down a different road than the Mm. beginning. Like, it's just like, I feel like God allowed that to happen. So that way we can see the intentions of, you know, the hearts of people and like all this kind of stuff. you want to go ahead? No, you got it. I, so, I'll remember. So that I agree with. That's what I was thinking of in the first place. Mm-hmm. But the, what the post was saying was God deliberately did this because he was disappointed in everyone. Yeah. That's what I was no. like. Okay, I think God no, no, does no. do that. Do I think COVID is it? No. no. God has rained down plagues on people yeah. because they were disobedient. Right. But, no. but the, let's but be in, honest, guys. In the we don't know. We don't we, know. Yeah. We're not God. Yeah, but you couldn't. But here's here's why I'll say no because there's no de- definitive evidence to say, oh, this is God biblically. No, there's I don't think no, that God did it. Yeah, but He allows. Oh, He allowed it. Yeah, right. I would say He allowed it, and what I what I when why I would say that is because what of Sydney said is what I, not because it's my own opinion, but mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. you can definitely see the hearts of people of change. I think right? it exposed yes. our our foundations. Now, yes. now, if you were to stay in a post prior to everything happening, saying that he deliberately do, did this because he wanted to kill people <laughs> right. that were unbelievers and believers because right. he was disappointed in them, I would right. feel like that, that, mm, that's a no. little iffy right there. That's the that's the no claim good. is totally wrong. Yes. Does God kill people in that way? Mm, well, we don't, we we see don't, that we don't have Old any Test- biblical yeah. evidence yeah. of that now. But. We see that in the Old Testament. Yeah. But even in the Old Testament, there was always a moment of uh, where repentance was offered. Yeah. True. God exactly. never brought a, a punishment or a plague or whatever you would say True. without mm-hmm. offering repentance. Mm-hmm. Right. He would say, Hey, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see it all throughout the Israelites. Hey, mm-hmm. if you, 
if this doesn't happen, if you guys don't tighten up, your cities will be desolate. Mm-hmm. Your land, your land will be desolate. You won't have any children. You blah 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 blah. blah. You'll be raided right. by other other uh, kingdoms. But if you repent, then I'll make your lands flow with milk and honey and all that right. stuff. Like, yeah. and he even did it to people who weren't the Israelites. Yeah. I mean, even Egypt was exactly. cursed with all of the plagues. And they were the ones that wouldn't let the Israelites go. Yeah. It was Pharaoh's own pride. And all Pharaoh had to say was, sure, go ahead. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, just like that. Let but my people go. <laughs> what I was going to say is um, I think that God allowed COVID. Mm-hmm. And he used, I would say he used it for his glory like he does all things. But he used what happened to prune the, prune the vine, in my opinion. Yeah. Which is, it sounds harsh, but it's the reality of things that sometimes the vine needs to be pruned that the, the dead fruit has mm-hmm. to be cut off. Yeah. Um, and the fact is, is you're better off cold than lukewarm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah. And I think that, I think that I tooted. I think that, oh um, I think that, um, we are as a church and I'm guilty of it. Scared to su- tell, not scared, cautious to tell people that they're lukewarm because it would mean that they wouldn't come to church at all because mm-hmm they would be lukewarm but mm. but in all reality jesus himself it says it's it would be better he would rather you cold like nowhere near god than be lukewarm because when you're lukewarm you don't understand you don't recognize how wrong you really are and there can't be a point of repentance when you don't find anything that you need to repent of um but yeah, so I, yeah. Ha- I have a, I don't want to be too true. harsh. That's true. Um, I remember God kind of gave me, I've only ever had two visions in my life. And um, one he gave me was around COVID time. And I was having a really hard time with depression. I was in bed for like two months, literally. I barely ever got out of bed. And it was really, really hard for me in the beginning because I'm a, I'm a social person that likes to stay home. I like to have people in my home, but I don't like to go to other people's houses. I want to be in my house, but I still like to be around people. So it was hard seeing my grandparents every day and seeing Tyler once a week, maybe at that time. We were, we'd only been together like two months at that point, maybe three months. And it was just really hard in that season. And I remember I just started praying and really got convicted that I was depressed because really it was my own fault. It wasn't because... I have a chemical imbalance. It was just yeah. Caitlin's being lazy. Emotions, yeah. yeah. So I started praying and God showed me that exactly what COVID was, what Sid was saying, that God was separating the wheat from the chaff. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, throwing yeah. it up with, you know, the pitchfork things and the pitchfork, pitchfork things. things and seeing what was good and what was bad. Yeah. And it was all, all the bad was being blown away in the wind and the good would remain. I knew people that had served God their whole lives were all of a sudden not serving God. And I was like, okay wow like literally my whole life we went to church together and now you don't serve god and it just really showed the intention and the hearts of people and that's where i think it got that it was good but bad in the same sense yeah you know? i think i'll be careful what i say because my heart is mixed into this but i'll say that i think this revealed who had a good foundation mm-hmm. and whose foundation was not good yeah and i think God's will is never for somebody to become an unbeliever. His will is never for somebody to be without him. 
um, he would will that everybody would be with him. Mm-hmm. Right. But oftentimes people must realize that they are far away from him to come close to him. Oh, Actually, yeah. every time you must realize that you're far away to come close. And I think a lot of people thought that they were close. A lot of people were like, and I think everyone in this room can say at a point we thought we were close and realized we weren't. Yeah. But um, like, like the, like the people said to Jesus, Oh, we've cast out demons in your name. We've, we've done a bunch of stuff in your name. And Jesus will say, uh, I have no idea who you are. And I think there's a lot of people like that. Oh, I've, I've led services in your name. I've preached in your name. I've prayed for people in your name. Mm-hmm. People have felt God through me in your name. Um, and Jesus was like, yeah, but I don't know you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but our relationship is stale. Um, and like, like Jesus says, um, salt salt can't be restored is that what it is mm-hmm. salt can't it, it must be thrown on the ground if and it what is it's salt yeah you feel saltiness. the saltiness it's yeah yeah be thrown on the ground. yeah when we lose our saltiness we must be thrown on the ground mm-hmm. what i find so interesting is that when you throw it on the ground right you're not looking to restore it you're looking to crush it mm-hmm. um and, and to break it not 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 restore it but transform it and um i think a lot of times we tell people that god is going to restore you that, that let's say somebody doesn't follow Christ. God is going to restore you, which God is a, res- a restorer. But God is, doesn't want you to be the best per- version of yourself. He wants you to be the transformed version of yourself. Right. So God is not looking to restore something that can't be restored. Mm-hmm. He's looking to transform something. Right. Now, if you are walking in a place, uh, you're following God and you fall away, then he's looking to restore a relationship with you, yes. But right. he's looking to break you and transform you first. Because right. you can't restore something that was never mm-hmm. there. Anyways, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. I could preach all day on that topic, yeah. but <laughs> uh, let's just, I guess, to wrap things up, um, we talked about backpacks and how expensive they are. Clear backpacks, clear hey, backpacks, man. fishnet backpacks, fishnet back. Y'all, y- y'all sleep- <laughs> hold on, hold on. Y'all sleep on them clear book bags, bro. That was that drip back then. If you had clear book bags and you saw your glue stick hanging out, you were chilling. <laughs> we learned that Keegan is a producer. <laughs> Uh, we talked about um, my beats going. Oh wow! So you're just gonna cut off Sid like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go Sid. Um, we talked about um, the voice of God and like what what that sounds like to us. Like, how do we know it's voice of God? Um, talked about COVID, COVID nineteen, <laughs> and what it, we think the true intention of it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that it needs to die. Oh. Oh, <laughs> and let's just say that what all the things that we were saying about COVID, um, were not definitive biblical like truth a lot of it was just our opinions on what we think how COVID affected the church or how could have God used COVID um I don't want anybody to like say that it says COVID in the bible yeah (laughs) um but yeah we talked about COVID we talked about how (laughs) they start taking a random letter from each passage and be like see oh my gosh oh oh (laughs) I Um, take and the D from God. <laughs> Go <COVID>. in. <laughs> and we talked about how God wants to restore a relationship with his people, but um, he first must transform something before he can restore something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I guess we love you guys. As always, man, we are out. We hope you enjoyed the episode and deuces. Peace. See yeah. you.